Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. Now, you may not have had any, and that's fine, or maybe you were very clear on what those were. But they're personal to you. They're not necessarily connected to the job that you're currently in. And they might be things like wanting to improve a particular skill set, wanting to improve your confidence, wanting to, to get a certain amount of experience under your belt in a particular area. Or it might have been changing jobs into a new area or a new organisation. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliette Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic, And if you want to once more feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's get started on this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode where we're going to be talking about reviewing your professional strategy. I love that in the world of education, it feels like we have two starts to the year. We get two opportunities to start over. One of them obviously comes in September with the new academic year. And then we get another chance to start over in January with the calendar year. And for a number of years now, I've been seeing this as a real advantage strategically because you can look at your organisational or department strategy with a September start. So you've got that sense of um, there being an academic year cycle to your departmental organisational strategy. But then for your professional strategy, you can think about a January start. Now, some of you may or may not have a professional strategy. We're going to be talking about what that is today. And we're going to be talking about why this is a really good time of year to be reviewing and resetting your professional strategy. So many people have told me that this podcast really helps them, which is great because helping people is why I create these weekly episodes. I also hear from lots of people who need a bit more support. For those schools, I facilitate strategy away days for governors and leadership teams. I guide heads and chairs of governors through the creation and implementation of strategic plans. And I lead regular one-to-one strategy advice calls with heads and directors of development. 
And the best part of my job is hearing from the people that I work with, they're clearer about what to prioritise day to day. They're better able to lead change in their schools and they feel happier and more confident that they're making good strategic decisions. So anytime you feel like you need some extra help, just drop me a message so we can have a chat. You'll find my contact details at www.consultjuliet.co.uk. So it probably doesn't surprise the regular listeners among you to know that I have a professional strategy. I'm a strategist, obviously I do. But actually, I think this is really important in terms of getting what we want to get out of our working life. And I think it's really important as well what you call it. I intentionally don't think of mine as a career strategy. That that phrase, career, has always somewhat scared me because it implies to me that I need to know where I'm heading. I need to know what I want the end goal to be. And that often isn't the case. Often I'm making it up as I go along because I'm responding to the things that I'm enjoying and I want to do more of. Equally, I'm responding to the things that I'm not enjoying and want to move away from. And I want to be able to take opportunities as they arise. So the thought of having a career strategy has always felt a little bit constraining, a little bit scary for me. So for me, the professional strategy is the phrasing that I use. It's definitely very work focused, but it has a looser feel to it for me than a career strategy. But use whatever phrasing you want. If you want to ditch the word strategy entirely, that's fine too. What I think is important is that we have a time of year where we take stock, we pause to review, and this kind of end of year time frame really works well for me. And then following on from that, we have a time of year where we set goals for the following year and January feels like a really good time to do that. So what I'm going to do is do two episodes for you on this. This one here will be thinking about your end of year review professionally. And then in a couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about setting goals, professional goals for the year ahead. Okay, so when I do an end of year review for myself, what questions do I ask myself? I think it's really important to have professional goals for each year. So first of all, the first question is to ask, what were your professional goals for 2022? Now, you may not have had any, and that's fine. Or maybe you were very clear on what those were, but they're personal to you. They're not necessarily connected to the job that you're currently in. And they might be things like wanting to improve a particular skill set, wanting to improve your confidence, wanting to, to get a certain amount of experience under your belt in a particular area, or it might have been changing jobs into a new area or a new organisation. But first question, what were your professional goals for 2022? If you didn't have any, don't worry. We're going to be setting some in a couple of weeks' time for 2023. Thinking about the professional goals, second question is what went well in 2022? Now, if you didn't actually set goals for yourself, that's fine. Just jump to this second question. What went well this year? And then following on from that, why did that go well? Why did certain things work out really well for you professionally this year? Can you spot any trends? Was it that you had a growth in confidence? Was it that you had a mentor that really helped you to develop and and unlock the next level of leadership potential? What went well in 2022 and why is the second critically important question of your end of year review. Third question, and you might have guessed where this is coming from, what could have gone better? So we've just looked at what went well. Now we're going to think about what could have gone better 
what was it that you embarked on at the beginning of the year and you didn't quite go to plan? Maybe you got halfway through and then changed direction. Maybe you found something was really hard. Maybe something was um, just went a bit sideways for you at some point. So what could have gone better this year? And then your fourth question, what held you back? What was it this year that prevented you from being able to say that everything went really well and that you achieved you achieved your goals and you've got to be really honest with yourself here was it that there was a lack of skills that held you back in a particular area was it a lack of confidence to go out and get what you really want from your working life a lack of money and financial resource or maybe what held you back was a lack of time now this last one is really interesting the lack of time is a thing that I hear talk people talk about the most And you need to dive into that in a little bit more detail. All of us have a set amount of time in our week. And so we all lack time to do everything that we might possibly want to do. But time is around prioritisation. So if your answer to what held you back from achieving your goals was lack of time, then you need to think about what did you prioritise over and above this professional goal? Why was it that you lacked that time in your working week? And then finally, I think it's really important to reflect on what's driving you forwards. What is it that you really want to achieve in life? It's almost about reconnecting with that that vision of something that you really feel is important, that's driving you forwards. And it's absolutely fine for that to be, I'm being driven forwards by a desire to get a higher salary or to get a higher status job within my organisation. But often the things that really drive us forward are connected to our values or our ethos and outlook on life. So if there's something around your values that you can use to drive you forwards, then it's really important to reflect on that at this point as well. Now, what you may notice if your ears were perked up by this episode is that actually these five questions that I've posed today are based on the four building blocks of strategy approach that I use within schools, within departments, for all of my strategy building processes. And it's no different. That's not a coincidence. The reason that we're thinking about these five questions around what are your goals, what went well, what could have gone better, what held you back and what's driving you forwards is because we're doing the first couple of building blocks in that four building blocks of strategy approach to develop your professional strategy. So what I want you to do this week is to pause and reflect on those questions. And this is a lovely time of year. I know some of you may be busy with family, with lots of things going on at the moment, but there will be a moment over the Christmas and New Year break when you'll be able to pause, just reflect on your professional development, your professional strategy as it went this year, in order to be ready for the episode in a couple of weeks, where we're going to be thinking about your goals for 2023 professionally. And then next week, before we dive into goals for 2023, I'm going to be doing a quick ramble through three of my favourite books for school leaders that I'm going to recommend that you have a read in 2023 that's it for this week have a wonderful break take time to relax and recover from a busy term as always i love to hear your feedback just let me know if you have any questions talk to you again next time bye bye then thanks for listening in to the independent school podcast the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world 
You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash podcast.